Wait, it's so quiet. Guys, we're having so I'm not even gonna Are we try. recording? Okay. We recording? Guys, we don't we're so cool, we don't even fucking care. We're here, we're live for you. It's been a long time. Dude, Everyone's lies. been through it a lot. Uh we're here, we're open minded, we're ready to get down. Yeah. That is true. And we have a guest. We have a guest. Uh, the woman I've loved for 10 years. <laughs> I loved her when she was a girl. Okay. Well, and uh, <laughs> I love her when she's a woman. Okay. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's. Everybody knows it. You might as well monetize it. Okay. It's the best bit. It's the best opening bit. It's so juicy. Yeah. So. Um... You won't be able to hear her because she's not a feminist like me. <laughs> Just kidding, she's a feminist. Um, yeah, well, we, we've actually, I, I that's been a, a fun little discourse recently. I recently released an article critiquing some, uh, some modern feminist rhetoric and some people got very upset. So I'm, I apologize to the woman in the clown face on, on Twitter who uh, called me a pick-me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> Can we talk about the phrase "pick me"? Yeah, like I never heard it. Have you not heard it? Yeah, it's so it's so weird. It's like, like "pick me ass bitch." Yeah, but like they shortened it. But then it's funny because like a lot of I've seen a lot of feminists like you're use being it, a pick me. Yeah, but then it's like, isn't that sexist to imply that like women would only have opinions that contradict <sighs> their view if it's to please men? Like, is that not? Anyway, it's just like I a mean, meta sex. I got banned from Reddit for using the R word, and they called it a targeted slur. So I was like, are you saying the person I'm arguing with is literally handicapped? <laughs> anyway, it's just a little riff. Yeah, yeah. So we both have, have we both been um, banished from our respective communities. No, actually, I did not get in trouble for that. I, I just got like people that were a little bit upset um and i had like a temporary ban on twitter for something totally unrelated i can't even remember what How it was you... now i made like some why don't you just get joke. off twitter yeah it's funny I'm... is it your source of community let's go deep let's go Jungian. are we gonna like have a have a therapy session the, on the, what else is there you should stop using the r <laughs> now have, we got we some have the resident shamer here <laughs> Well, clearly I've learned my lesson. Scooch closer. Center yourself. Can they not hear me? Queen. I don't uh, think they can, they can hear you very well. First of all, do you want to introduce yourself to the listeners? Tell us, like, what's your story? They, they don't Who really, are you? They don't know you. So. Uh, <laughs> hi, everybody. My name is Nurse Leonard. Oh. I just exist today, but not many of the other days, so mm -hmm. don't mind. We have our, our own Michael Sarah on, on deck. Um, so, yeah, how's life been for the, We haven't potted in like a month. Yeah. Can do you want to update people on, on life? Well, for me, I've just been uh, like running around like six hours a day in the sun, mm -hmm. sweating and uh, playing sports and thinking about violence. Oh, fun. One of my <laughs> yeah, it's been. Great. I, there's actually now that I'm free. One of my old professors wrote a book on violence that I've been meaning to read. So I might uh, like pro violence. We could we could review it on the pod. 
The um, violence of crowds. It's not pro-violence. It's just like about um, what violent, like what can you tell, like why people use it. Like, violence realism? In politics and stuff. It's about Machiavellian violence. Okay. Looks what very is interesting. Machiavellian violence? As opposed to like... No, not Machiavellian. Like Clark It's violence. about Machiavelli's politics and violence. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks really interesting. So, anyway, Ken's, we're, we're in our um, garage. <laughs> we're doing physical <laughs> this bits. This is really chaotic. You're <laughs> struggling. I am. I'm, I am struggling a little I bit. I said competition and I couldn't. I can do more push. How many? Oh, sorry. How many push-ups can you do? More than you. How many? Ready? Let's go. We're having a Three, live push-up two. Mila, you got to count. The sweater's coming off. Clothes flying everywhere. Um, Three, two, one, go. You can keep okay. talking about something. Okay, so I, I guess like I'm gonna keep you entertained while this push-up competition is happening. But they're going at different speeds. Well, I have so much more um, to move. So five, what? Seven. Fuck. What I want to know is who do you guys want to see having a push-up competition? Because I feel like we don't resolve enough. Problems. You're not going all the way down. Damn. All the no, you're not. You're doing my dad push-ups. So you're not supposed to have your chest touch the ground. Just a little kiss. You are. Yeah, you, you have to 15. put your chest. In Fuck! I did like nine. He okay. puts his chest to the ground and gives up. <laughs> I did nine. I don't know who I could be. Yeah, I don't know. You know how people used to do trial by combat. The good old days. They should do trial by push-up. Combat. That's no, but that's they gotta be like weight, like algorithm, because like yeah, it reach true. like divided by weight. Yeah, the fatter I am, the less push-ups I can do, for sure. But that's, like, I guess for me, it doesn't make a huge difference. I, I, don't, I don't know about push-ups, but I think I could beat Francis Ngannou in a fight. Oh. I think I have the footwork to figure him out. He's such a slug. So, this so is a last challenge. night, we, we all watched the fights, and we're kind of, like, blown away by this guy's foot just getting... <laughs> Absolutely. It was his tib fib, actually. Sorry, his tib fib. Tibia fibia? Is that what it's called? Fibula. Fibula. Yeah, and. Um, Is there a fibia tibula? Tibia fibula. Mm. Yeah. We got medical advice. We got medical advice here. Um, so, yeah, so we. I was personally really like just that blew me away. I was like, that is really fucked up. I, I can't really think I could watch this. Yeah. And they just kept replaying that. <laughs> I want to hear what Joe had to say. And Joe just kept going, oh! oh! <laughs> Um, well, yeah, and Ryan and I were talking about Rose Nami Yunus because Ryan thinks that Joe has like a really big thing for her. This is really problematic, so cover your ears. He's kind of, he was saying how he's a pedophile, how Rose looks like 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 Joe when he was 12. Rose definitely Rose looks like a twink for sure. Like, she I uh, I definitely get I was surprised that she was straight for sure. How old is she? She is, I don't know, she's probably around already. Like, not 12. No, no she's a grown woman. <laughs> so what's the problem? She looks 12? She looks like a twink. Ryan is projecting his own insecurity onto others. He's afraid. Mm. Yeah, we'll let you figure that out for yourselves. Okay. Wait, Ryan said this. No, he was saying how, like, not it's annoying else. how Joe, like, is very um, flirtatious with her all the time. Is he jealous? 
No, I think Ryan and Rose would make such a cute couple. Yeah, they like would. Five two. <laughs> <laughs> they'd, they'd be so cute. I could see it, honestly. I could see Ryan training someone. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's taught me jujitsu in this on these mats. Um, it's quite, it's quite, it's hard. It's a difficult sport. Um, but yeah. Well, so then that's your update. Uh, mine is guys. I've been writing law exams for a long time. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. But I just watched this documentary for this class I'm taking in May called Death by Fire. And it was really insane. It was like about this guy in Texas who um, like set like or they accused him of arson and put him on death row. And then this like right before they killed him, the science found that it, it probably like he was probably innocent. But the state of Texas was just kind of like, well, we we're already on our way to doing this. <laughs> Too late. Yeah. Science, science won't save you. Let that be a lesson to all of you. Yeah, it is. And honestly, so this book I'm reading right now, he keeps kind of saying the same thing. And it's really interesting. Um, I, <laughs> okay, this is too much. <laughs> We should do yoga on the podcast. You have to join in. I'm not joining. Let's do a yoga circle. This is um, I I I don't. I just, <laughs> everyone's gonna stop listening at this point. No, they're lo- they feel the vibes. All right, let's get like a good forty minutes and then let's, we can do yoga. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um. Anyway, I started reading this book called "I Don't Believe in Atheists," and it tricked me at first. I have to admit. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what? I was trying to knock you over. It reminded me of a time when I dated this guy who was really sensitive, and I discovered what solipsism was. And I was like, dude, like, what if nothing exists? And uh, he started crying, and he's like, I can't believe you don't think I exist. <laughs> oh, fuck. Is that <laughs> and, the, the lumberjack? Uh, Is that and, the lumberjack? Uh, there we go. Oh, it was him. Yeah. yeah. I would have guessed. Very sensitive fellow. I don't even know who the other person I'm referring to is, but that's the lumberjack. I I legit don't know who. (laughs) Lumberjack. Uh, Oh, okay, okay. He's a simple machine. That's not who I was gonna guess. But but okay, we're not playing a guessing (laughs) game about all the men I have dated. Um. But yeah, all that to say, uh, I was kind of like, I can't believe you don't believe in atheists. How dare you, sir? But it's really interesting because he's basically concerned about like scientific hubris. I can't even seriously talk. Honestly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, who's concerned with scientific hubris? Ryan. No. You guys, this is, oh, you guys are just listening to me suffer right now. <laughs> um, Should that be the title of the pod? Yeah. Okay, um, let's get into this. Yeah. So it's been it's been fascinating to read. <laughs> All right. So ideas, truth, logic. Truth. What is truth? Asked Pontius Pilate. Yes. So legendary line. So, but the, what this guy is rejecting essentially is there's some sort of like idea that people have that we're like making linear moral progress and like things are just getting better and better. 
Um, and so, like, you know, people say, like, oh, like, you're on the wrong side of history or whatever. And he's saying, like, that's the wrong way to look at it because, like, progression is not linear. And, like, he's saying that, like, because science is cumulative, it's given us, like, this delusion that, like, everything is cumulative. So, like, everything is, like, building on itself to become morally better. And so, like, he's saying that, like, a lot of new atheists have, like, utopian visions that are very similar to, like, the visions of religious fundamentalists. And... It, yeah, it really hit me. I was like, damn. That's yeah, true. wow. And he's like, yeah, you shouldn't take for granted that just because, like, science is improving that there's going to be, like, moral progress or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Is science improving? Like, we're accumulating... What if it's slowing down? We're accumulating more knowledge. Right. And so, like... New sometimes. It, sometimes. The more you see, the less you know. That's you know true. I mean? The yeah. more I gotta let it go. Yeah. And, um... And so he was talking about, like, Chris, he was critiquing, like, Christopher Hitchens and Sam Harris and, like, talking about, like, their views about, like, how science is going to, like, bring us to, like, having a, like, coming up with, like, a morality that doesn't, like, Hitchens, or Harris has a theory that you can, like, scientifically like, codify morality. Ethics. Yeah. Jordan and, Peterson would call this the domain of the religious, mm-hmm. like, inherently. Like, you can't really go about it through like it's not the domain of science yeah well hedges is kind of saying like like even einstein was saying like you can't like there's some things that science can't do but like they a lot of the new atheists have like a sort of utopian belief in science that's like that makes them think that like oh well because science has figured this out before that means it's gonna like figure out morality Mm -hmm. and morality is just progressing non-stop anyway it was really interesting and like it also it kind of appeals to like some of my like Augustinian like austere morality that's kind of like we're all these like broken imperfect creatures and like we like like whenever we lose sight of how like imperfect we are like that's when things go horribly wrong hmm. and he was saying that like both religious fundamentalists and like the new atheists have been doing that like they lose sight of like how little we're actually able to do <laughs> in this world. And anyway, it's really cool. It's uh, I'll update you guys more when I finish it. But Oh, the thing about uh, only fearing people who don't believe in sin. Yeah. That hit me. It was nice and succinct. Yeah, and I think it's, it's fascinating because you kind of see that replicated a lot in, like, like, people don't want to... Like, for instance, like... You know the discourse that's kind of like, oh, like don't stigmatize this, like don't uh, invalidate this, like if you do this, you're valid, or like mm-hmm. whatever, like the anti kink shaming stuff, or whatever. <laughs> anti kink shame alliance. Well, it's like when they say like, oh, like don't shame me for believing this or whatever, and it's like, why can't you believe that some things are like not okay? Like, why can't I shame you? For- yeah like like if you're a disgusting pig who's twerking on satan no (laughs) no but it's like you know i see this a lot in like um like sex work discourse where it's all about ending the stigma and Mm -hmm. i'm like okay like some of these like pimps and johns like should be stigmatized like yeah also mentally ill people are really hard to deal with (laughs) <laughs> we're talking stigma it's like yeah you only like take the, so much the, crazy and, and the stigma with mental illness yeah that's another thing stop stigmatizing him just because he stabbed you 
Yeah. Yeah, there was a, a knife fight in the U.S. that ended. It's a real in, knife fight down there. In the in the police shooting, and so, like That's some the proper way to end a knife fight, really. Well, it's it's a couple it, shots fired. <laughs> also, it's a real knife fight is like a Tim Dillon meme. Yeah, well, Tim Dillon got in big trouble for this actually. What did he um, do? these two girls and they were fighting with knives and a po- an officer came and shot one of them dead it's like i pick you no what like he shot he shot one of them dead when like he probably could have like ended it a little bit of a less uh escalation. wait was this the female cop who no. didn't know the difference between a taser no, and a gun? no okay that was pretty like ridiculous <laughs> like you don't know the difference between a taser and a gun like Oh man, the jokes write themselves. I'm gonna stigmatize to you for that, yeah. girl. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so this case, um, the these two girls were fighting with knives, and um, a cop came and shot one of them dead. And then Tim Dillon tweeted about it, being like, "Oh, well, the girl that got killed is fat, so like she's not really like she would be seen as an adult anyway because she's fat. <laughs> it's just like Ryan's logic with Rose. Well, I was kinda like, oh Tim, like and like again like I yeah, usually he says some gross I things. find him pretty Fucking funny, Tim. But, Listen up. Smarten up man. But also stop making fun of Heather Hying. But also like when I love her voice. But also, like, okay, when fat people call other fat people fat, it reminds me of, like, when white people call other white people white people. Like, I'm yeah, kind of like, yeah, okay, yeah, dude, yeah. like, you can't. Like, it's like when Donald Trump was calling uh, Rosie O'Donnell fat, and I'm like, dude, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, she's probably fatter than him, but. <laughs> no, but, uh, well, <laughs> we come up with, like, a system where, like, you have to We be can't do power rankings for a lot of things, but we can do them for <laughs> fatness. Yeah, so you can only uh, tell someone they're fat if they're, they're fatter, fatter than, than you. you on the rankings. Yeah, there's gonna be like. What's your BMI, bro? <laughs> you like where you know on Twitter in the bios how like people put like oh, their mental their illnesses. No, but like a lot of people put their mental illnesses in their bio, but instead you can put your BMI. To destigmatize it. I don't. It's know. more like they're bragging. Yeah, well, I feel like it's also so it's like oh, you can't how how dare can't you attack insult me? me? Yeah, yeah, it's all armor. Yeah. There's like some people who put like their life story in their Twitter bio, and I'm kind of like, okay, like you don't, you don't need to say. Them. It's like people that get tattoos of like their kids' names on them, their, like, their <laughs> grandma's signature or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, well, their grandma. That's kind of well. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't do it. Matter if it's sweet. Like, are you gonna forget like your kids' names? Is that why they need to be tattooed? Early on onset. Just up the arm. Like, there's a movie about that. My no, I haven't seen it. Is it good? Yeah, there's a guy who tattoos stuff on him. It's just because it's not picking up a picking up a or guest. No tones. Um, but but yeah, the um, what do you call it? Yeah, there's a movie Memento where the guy like has tattoos to remind himself because he forgets every day. Oh no! And yeah, so you just have like a notebook. But I remember. I don't. I guess maybe because you can lose a notebook, but you can't lose like your. Okay, but you're gonna run out of space. You can't see your back. Like how does that? <laughs> Yeah, well, so, yeah, well, he has tats everywhere, but I was thinking, like, if I woke up every day and didn't, sure. no, it's, like, 51st dates, too, like, you wake up and you you don't remember anything, like, I would not be able to live like that, like, that would drive but me. But you wouldn't know, so you wouldn't even be able to tell yourself. <laughs> well, we all might get to that place, right? I'd rather be in a cabin alone, mm-hmm. in the cold, like, hunting, so if I can't make it work, it's just time to but go. But how would you know how to hunt if you forget? No, when you first see, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like once you've lost the ability to take care of yourself, it's time to to 
Turn, turn that gun around. Home. Well, Canada's had Don't, a Are you joking? <laughs> Who wants to be in a nursing home? Uh, huh? Nobody, well... It's better to shoot yourself in the of, head than I'm to be in a nursing home. <laughs> really? Like Just like, no worries? Really live, you know? Yeah. No worries. You're not even you anymore. You can't do... Like, I, I'll be the biggest <laughs> slut in a nursing home. Like, nothing's gonna matter. Um... Well, in Canada, we're, we're right now uh, <laughs> debating assistant, Leonard, the biggest slut in the nursing home. So Nurse Leonard and I have been getting calls from the Euthanasia Prevention Coalition. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. Like yeah. personally? There's, oh, because like, you were yeah. part of like things? Because well, when we were in high school, we would like, I guess, go to... Somebody made us sign our name in blood on something. Yeah. Actually? Yeah. Not in like oh. real blood, oh. but like, well, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> those Catholics. I don't know what you guys got up to. I stopped going to school. Um, but yeah, so so in Canada right now, there's like a, I don't even know what the legal status of it is right now, but there's like some euthanasia. Yeah, there's like some debate about it, right? So should we talk about it? Yeah, let's talk. About it. You're a nurse, like you you know the lowdown, um, the hot god. Okay, this is my understanding juicy of it. Juicy juice. So euthanasia, which is called um, medical assistance in dying. What's the euthanasia got to do with it? You know that. I think it's an allergy. Um. Anyway, sorry. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> this came out. Where does it go? Oh, it just goes lower down. So essentially, it's like a process for people who um, were like terminally, like terminally ill that they could choose to end their own life. And there's like certain specifications about it. Like they have to be the ones to bring it up. Um, like a doctor or a nurse can't suggest it to them because that's like a conflict of interest. Like Pamphlets dropped it out of the room. That's so fucked. Ask your doctor. Yeah, no. Suicide. <laughs> yeah, no. So that's... I think they have to do it with their own two hands. That's my thing. You have to do it yourself. So they have to bring it up and then they have to get um, Just leave guns around two the hospital. different doctors like input. Imagine the mess. Um, and they have to be cleared by like a psychiatrist. Um, yeah. Like it's quite like a lengthy process. Um, oh fuck! But recently, they were talking about um, changing the inclusion criteria a little bit, so it's not all just like people who are terminally ill, but now it's including people who, um, like, Am their I death eligible? is like foreseeable. Yeah, I, I don't like. If it, you don't kill me, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> but some of it's kind of bad because it's like I think mentally ill people can get it, like or something. Well, that's yeah, that's kind of like what the worry is. It's like yeah. if people don't think that their life is like worth living and their death is foreseeable within the next uh, however many years. Like that's been the new criteria. Yeah. Um, so when I got that call from the euthanasia guy, he was like, "Did you know that they're gonna let people who are like mentally ill now, like?" Um, kill themselves and I was just like yeah like I, I've heard <laughs> so wait are you you're against this um I I had to tell this guy that like I have like my own beliefs but because I am a nurse like I can't take like a standpoint of being like against this really really it's, that's scandalous I don't know I just feel like it's a bit of like a <laughs> conflict of interest what I don't, know. I don't can let's walk through this wait explain no. to me like I'm five <laughs> well okay because the, the if, mental illness thing has not been legalized yet though like you you still can't get it if you're mentally ill right they really recently no, I think, chose I think they did pass this oh, I think this is a new it. thing but it's still there's still like the um nobody quote me on any of this it hasn't gotten royal assent yet 
No, I feel like there's still a process, and it's okay. not just like anybody who's mentally ill off the street can just like royal ascent. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking though, like, because like I have always been very iffy about assisted suicide, but like one of the the things about like oh well now they're letting the mentally ill do it is like if you're really that mentally ill like you will probably find a way to do it yourself like anyway like let's that's say, a hard thing to say publicly though no i know but like like i agree realistically speaking like i don't think that having assisted suicide legal or not is gonna like really change the suicide rate of like mentally ill people and so it's like if you want to deal with like i think but this deals with suffering. Like, yeah. It's like, how long is that person going to have to suffer for before they're like, I'm going to take this into my own hands? Right. Um, if, like, they are suffering from, like, a debilitating, I don't know, something that's going to get progressively worse. But one of the things was that um, you could, like, advance, like, apply for MAID in advance if you had, like, an illness that would, have like, have your mind oh, start to go. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah so... That oh, was like a thing, but then they they took it away. So what if you change your mind though? No, as soon as your mind went, then they could be like, oh, well, now she's like of no longer fit mind to make this decision, so now she can't do me. God, that's like the worst nightmare that I could have. So they'd be like, oh yes, for sure you can do this, and then all of a sudden, like now your mind's gone, and they're like, oh no no no, you're not like in charge of your own decisions now. I don't think you guys are taking suicide seriously enough. But so they've changed that now. <laughs> that's so a now big thing for this can, podcast. Like, sign no, but like, think, can I paint a picture? Yeah, please. Who wants to be locked in a cell with some psychologist, um, like, sneering at them, like, I decide whether you live or die, and you can't kill yourself, and you get organ transplants, because the medication is or so good at this point. This is literal hell. What? Like, being not able being to Being in a padded cell, unable Why to kill yourself. Why do you think they're yourself. in a padded cell? Well, this is the future that Bill Gates wants. He's inlaid with Soros. Oh, God. I don't even know what that means. Okay, we're not going to be with Soros. I don't, I don't know what it means, but my bandmate yesterday was like, it was the funniest conversation. Yeah. They were like, yeah, at the beginning of the pandemic, I got really into the conspiracy theory rabbit hole. And then they made the most like eloquent case for like, and then they closed down the local, bit, like the most eloquent case for why it would be a conspiracy. And we were all like. Uh-huh, yeah, that sounds crazy. And, we, and then I was like, when you put it like that, yeah, it sounds like there's a there's a conspiracy. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's like people in a room like actively conspiring, but I think there's people who benefit from it like not ending. Like, and that those are people like Jeff Bezos and like Zoom, and like basically anyone that's because there are people who have really profited from the pandemic. So in that case, I think that is true, but. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's like I don't think Bezos like got in a room with like I, Bezos and Bill could cook up some shit. And it was like, yes, imagine those two let's... fucks. But you don't know. I They're guess Bezos, like, Bezos owns the Washington Post. Like he has a big, like he has a, a door into the media world, right? So yeah, and and Gates owns Vox. So, Does he? Yeah, I think, or he he owns some sort of major oh. share in Vox. Yeah. Um, so it's, I mean, it's entirely possible. It's a knife fight out there. Yeah, it is. And so, anyway, we went from Tim Dillon to Maid to the, but anyway, the, with, with the assisted suicide thing, I, um, I, I, I'm iffy about it because I feel like it's, especially, like, in Canada, it's not as much of an issue, but, like, 
in for-profit healthcare systems, I could easily say like, okay, or I could easily envision like insurance companies um, encouraging people to like get assisted suicide because yeah, it's like so cheaper that's like the than slippery slope that yeah. everyone talks about, right? I I also think a universal basic income would make me not want to kill myself. <laughs> you like go to the government give me a UBI or I'm gonna kill myself give me, I'll, I'll do it <laughs> that, 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 like, uh, like that office scene with Michael Scott on the, on the roof yeah I'm gonna kill myself and it's your fault imagine if they ended it like season 3 he just killed himself and that was the end of the office that would be really grim but honestly he, do- <laughs> he has that vibe of someone that would kill himself for sure yeah, that's which, my hot take. <laughs> the character Michael Scott. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah not like Steve Carell. Imagine well, if I said that and Steve Carell did kill himself. I would feel okay. be a prophet. Like a Deadpool. <laughs> Steve Carell, do not kill yourself. Um, he knew too much. I hope he listens to this. <laughs> um, I always like get his name mixed up with Jim Carrey, even though they're totally different. That's right. Because they were in that movie together. Well, hold on. Bruce Almighty. I haven't seen that. Yeah, you have. We watched it in Catholic school like 7,000 times. I wasn't there. Yeah, you were, <laughs> dude. This is like What do you mean, two. dude? How do you know where I was when, there? like Morgan Freeman played God. I don't remember it at all. I remember wanting to see it and seeing commercials. I remember like watching it. Like... And then they made Evan Almighty and I was so confused what the lore was. <laughs> like, what the time was. Like, like, evidence of blasphemy? No, we watched it like. It was... We watched it to show that God can be black. <laughs> Morgan Friedman, he like is it Friedman? I'd send a dummy to that god. Friedman. Morgan Friedman, like he's he's a good god though. Like he 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 has a good. Um, we're we're I'm witnessing an assault right now. I'm getting assaulted. I'm gonna call the cops. <laughs> By you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm this is so funny. Uh, okay, ideas. Passion. Yeah. Um. So ten, ten more minutes. So what? And then I'll wrestle you into the ground. So what is the solution here? Everyone needs a gun and a UBI and a pack of Marlboros. A gun in case you want to kill yourself. Yes, yourself. and you don't include. I. I feel like that's a terrible. Idea. I think about killing myself a lot. Nobody needs a gun. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have a good riff. I. I think. Okay, everybody, listen. Listen. <laughs> Listen up. I think about killing myself all the time, right? I don't want to include anyone else in it, right? Yeah, you like you don't want to make someone an accomplice. It's a huge ethical thing to involve someone else in a suicide. Yeah. Okay, but the reason you're arguing for everyone to have a gun so everyone can kill themselves <laughs> is like the same reason people would argue for people not to have guns. It's like how easy it would be for them to kill themselves. Yeah, like, I no feel like involved. it would be. Well, it goes both ways. No way it's the flip side of a coin. Like, like, because like, just... like there's been like, like you know, sometimes if you're feeling really depressive and unstable, and you might like. Yeah. shoot yourself but like instead of <laughs> saw some things shot myself <laughs> had a few drinks <laughs> yeah like a few drinks later you might shoot yourself had a like, few drinks saw a few things shot myself that's not what you actually yeah exactly so i totally see that argument i think that to me is like the most compelling argument against like gun freedom is actually <laughs> is, is actually the suicide factor yeah because i i don't know I just I'm 
a little worried it's a about tough one about people killing themselves yeah i'm anti-suicide for others yeah only for myself <laughs> only i get the glory um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah no everyone else don't do it don't you fucking beat me to it <laughs> Don't you, don't you, put that, Jeremy, put the gun down. Maybe we should get all of the listeners to join the suicide pact. <laughs> wow, this is the edgiest episode. Nurse Leonard comes on. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jeremy. Jeremy. Spoken class today. Who's Jeremy? He's a character, a character in a fictional song by, uh. By Pearl Jam. Oh. About the quiet boy. Jeremy was a quiet boy. <laughs> And he hit me with a surprise left. You know that one? He spoke in class today. He was like a school shooter, but he didn't couldn't get a gun. So he beat the shit out of the protagonist instead. Oh, I thought that he did get a gun. Oh, did he? I didn't listen that closely. <laughs> Let us know <laughs> what happened to Jeremy in the Pearl Jam song. Um, What's so- that other song where it's like... Is that a Lana Del Rey poetry mm-hmm. book? Yeah. Can we read? We Lana need Del- to each Wait, read one. Wait, Lana Del Rey has a poetry book? Yeah. Violet. Oh, Violet. Can I go first? God. I, yeah. Is it new? Yeah. Alright, everybody listen up. I, I, I just I'm started well it today. Oh, highbrow reference. Bare feet on linoleum. Stay on your path, Sylvia Plath. Don't fall away like all the others. Don't take all your secrets alone to your watery grave about lovers and mother. The secrets you keep will keep you in deep like father and Amy and brother. And all of the people you meet on the street will reiterate lies that she uttered. Leave me in peace, I cry. Late at night on a slow boat bound for Catalina for no reason. This reminds me of beat poetry. Teeny beads of sweat dot my forehead. Could be mistaken for dewdrops if this were photo season. But alas, this is a real life, and it's been a real knife fight just to keep my mind from committing treason. Why, you ask? Because she told the townspeople I was crazy, and the lies, they started to believe them. But anyway, I've moved on now. And now that I've gone scorched earth, I left wondering where to go from here. To Sonoma, where the fires have just left. South Dakota, perhaps? While Would standing in front of Mount Rushmore feel like the great American homecoming I never had? Would the magnitude of the scale of the sculpture take the place of the warm embrace I've never known? Or should I just be here now, in the kitchen, bare feet on linoleum, bored but not unhappy, cutting vegetables over boiling water, that I will later turn into stew. And then the man's gonna come and throw the stew. <laughs> that was so. There was like that was so American. It was like the beats to um to 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 Gonzo Man. Yeah. Hunter. Yeah. Okay, your turn. Oh, are we all just reading. We're one? all reading one. Okay, what happened when I left you? Perfect petals punctuate the fabrics, yellow-blue, silver platters with strawberries strewn across the room. In Zimmerman with sandals on one summer dress to choose. Three girls, eyes rolled, loud laughter, dust speaks, lit by afternoon. 
My life is sweet like lemonade. Now there's so now there's no bitter fruit. Eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. No thought of you. My thoughts have changed. My voice is higher. Now I'm over you. No flickering in my head movies projected in Bellevue. Because I captured the social mood of my wish fulfilled and sailed to Xanadu. The grief that came in waves that rolled I navigated through. The fire from my my wish (laughs) as wind to future trip to Malibu. Now everything I have is perfect, nothing much to do, just perfect florals, green embroidered chairs, one dress to choose. How nice. I got caught up in the rhythm of that one. Yeah, it's uh, this is quite fast. It's better than my poetry, that's for sure. Are you yeah. going to read one? Did you select both ones? No. Oh, you just randomly? Oh, okay. So. Yeah, she takes these photos herself, apparently. Okay, so this one's called LA Who Am I to Love You? And she actually did this um, as like a spoken thing. Ooh. I have it on iTunes. And then I wrote my own poem based off this poem. Can we hear that one? Can we yeah. share it with the, with the listeners? Can I read you the original? Yeah. <laughs> Next season, we'll get a good read it. LA, I'm from nowhere. Who am I to love you? LA, I've got nothing. Who oh fuck. LA, I've got nothing. Who am I to love you? When I'm feeling this way and I've got nothing to offer. LA, not quite the city that never sleeps, not quite the city that wakes, but the city that dreams for sure. If by dreams you mean nightmares. LA, I'm a dreamer, but I'm from nowhere. Who am I to dream? LA, I'm upset. I have complaints. Listen to me. They say I come from money, and I didn't, and I didn't have love, and it's unfair. L.A., I sold my life rights for a big check, but now I can't sleep at night, and I don't know why. Plus, I love sax, so why did I do that when I know it won't last? L.A., I picked San Francisco because the man who doesn't love me lives there. L.A., I'm pathetic, but so are you. Can I come home now? Daughter to no one, table for one, party of thousands of people I don't know at Delilah, where my ex-husband works. I'm so sick of this, but can I come home now? Mother to no one, private jet for one, back home to the Tudor house house that bore a thousand murdered plots. Hancock Park treated me very badly. I'm resentful. Should I keep going? Is it really long? It's, is this yeah, all this long? Is, this is, this is uh, wow. It's long. It's a long poem. It's good, though. You guys should listen to that. Yeah, you guys have to, you have to get the book to hear the rest. <laughs> we're doing free advertising for Lana Del Rey in the hopes that she'll one day come on the pod. Imagine imagine being divorced. Yeah. That'd be crazy. It happens to fifty percent of marriages. Jesus. <laughs> you know you're old when you're divorced. <laughs> Sorry guys. Shout out to my divorced homies. Yeah. Some people get married and divorced in the same year. Really? They're the real achievers. Yeah, they're just getting it out of the way. <laughs> you know their system. Kim and Kanye got a divorce recently. Recently? What? Yeah. I know. How could he do that? She did it. <laughs> See how I twisted the narrative? People are thinking that he's gay. That we... God um, damn it. Because he's saying he So many hormones to... in the water. All the rappers. Remember when rappers were really tough? <laughs> I feel like the next like thing is gonna be like being a tough gay guy though mm, yeah 
you know. That's definitely a thing, I guess. Yeah. The aesthetic like a, is different. Like though. a beefy, it doesn't, doesn't speak to me. A beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh, it's yeah. I don't know. There was like a rumor about Kanye and Jeffrey Star, but it was not true. Oh yeah, that sounds like Jeffrey Star's team probably like planting that shit. That's <laughs> yeah. like new advertising. He started crazy rumor, <laughs> yeah, about and then yourself. you have fight on Triller with like one of the polls. That's honestly the way to make it these days. Last night at UFC, the yeah, Jake Daniel, Paul... Daniel Cormier. I knew by the way he reacted to the Askren fight that he wanted to be next. Daniel Cormier. Yeah, I thought he did, like, but the federation won't let him. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't. I haven't followed the story, but I could tell by the way he was. It's I, probably I, a big payday. Cormier would fuck him up. That's the point, though. That's why he wants to. He wants to make a ton of money and have one last fight because he's probably retired now, like right. coaching wrestling at home. Like fuck. Yeah, but did you like the audience was chanting? <laughs> that could have all been planted, though. Like it's turning yeah. into professional wrestling, which is kind of inevitable but fascinating. That's, that's not good. I don't like that. Don't like that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so last night for um, people were chanting in the audience. Uh, fuck Jake Paul. Was it? Damn, imagine being yeah. Jake Paul right now. Yeah, I'm it's pretty like, sure he. I just wanted it. to box a little bit. It's <laughs> like, um, yeah, but it probably I like makes Jake him look Paul. Old. I don't know. Um, I feel like his stuff is for like twelve year olds. I don't so. watch anything he does. I just like the. Well, I like Nate the suicide. And... Forest. Like that was yeah, that was a great video. Or that was classic. Logan Paul. That was Logan. Oh though. yeah, we watched that. Logan's time. bigger. Yeah, they look kind of the same. It's like yeah. really hard to. Jake has more of a child face. <laughs> he looks spooked like all the time. Like oh no, where am I? <laughs> like in the suicide. <laughs> no, that was Logan. <laughs> Logan knew exactly where he was. He's like ah oh, yes, I'm in the suicide forest. <sighs> I kind of want to go there. I had to do this because you wouldn't legalize it. medically assisted yeah, I had to time. Yeah, it's so expensive. <laughs> it's all your fault. You could have. I guess it'd be hard to get a gun in Japan, wouldn't it? Was that? I don't know. I assume so. I mean, it's hard to get one here. Yeah, they go to the states. It's easy to get in the black market, but not. Do we have any black market? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> actually, the majority of our listeners are Americans. So okay, like, send us guns, please. <laughs> hypothetically, they could send piece by piece, just like so nobody knows <laughs> yeah, in a letter. Please send us like that. Yeah, a different three D print us a gun. Yeah, they can do that. I'll now. put it on my YouTube channel. It'll be our prized uh, possession. Yeah. Of the show. On on that note, thanks for listening. Yeah, it's a very short episode. It's today. an incredibly just, potent, uh, impactful, you know, condensed. Coming. We're just we're here to say we're that we're just back. finding our feet. We're back. We're warming up. We're, we're back in the up. game. Yeah, we will see you more frequently. We're gonna be having more preems, more fun, more more, more laughs, more plates, more dates, uh, <laughs> and uh, more. Uh, <laughs> That's the knees over toes. Yeah, everyone's gonna be touching their toes. Uh, Nurse Len got some some great socks going on. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, tie dye. Tie dye. Tie dye socks. We'll post a picture. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Love Bye. you. I'm sorry it's been so long, and I'm sorry, but we'll get better. Yeah, I was like, school was kicking my ass, but now.
I'm a, I'm a free lady, so. This was the last pod I'll ever do. <laughs> I don't believe that. She'll be back. She'll be back. She loves the spotlight. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>